0: Hello, hello, hello everybody, and welcome back to Coast to Coast, a podcast by a basketball fan for basketball fans. Before I get started today on the Knicks and their coaching search, I wanna talk about uh the battle, I guess, between the two sides of players. One um one side where the players wanna start, wanna have the NBA restart. Um, and the other side where players don't want the NBA restart because they believe that it's going to be a distraction um, to what's going on in the country right now and it's going to be a distraction that people will want and that won't end up talking about the change that is happening um I I understand both points as a basketball fan I would love for basketball to come back but I think I'm going to agree with the players that don't want to restart here. Um, I think anything that can be a distraction will be a distraction. Uh, you know, for... I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I think it's it's going to be a distraction. As soon as, you know, the, the NBA starts, it's going to be... It allows every single sports news outlet, you know, even some regular news outlets to get away from what's going on and just to, uh, and just focus on, you know, just basketball. What is this team doing? Uh, who's this team bringing in X, Y, or Z, you know? So, yeah, I think I'm going to be on the side of that they, you know, don't wanna play. Um or not necessarily that they don't want to play. They don't think that this is the best time for the NBA to restart. Now, moving on. The topic of today's podcast is the next coaching the next coaching search. Now there were reports out Saying that Tibbs was the front runner, but they were going to interview Mike Woodson, Kenny Atkinson, Tom Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Thibodeau I don't know, Tom Thibodeau, and uh, Mike Miller, the current interim head coach. Now, I believe that all these, I wouldn't necessarily be mad with any of these hires. But I feel like you would hire them at different points or, yeah, you would hire them at different points of your team's life cycle. And I, I'll get to that in a bit. Um, so I just want to give, like, the resumes of some of, of of these four coaches before I describe what exactly um, – the nba team's life cycle is so starting off with mike woodson he was the last coach to get to get the knicks to the playoffs post mike woodson you've had derek fisher who was 1496 kurt rambis kurt rambis is an interim who was 919 jeff hornacek who was 16 104 who was 2183 and then the current interim head coach mike miller who was seventeen twenty seven. so the question is why not go back to what worked in the past which is 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 a fair question to ask as a hire. was like well what worked before mike woodson let's see if it can work again um but yeah i don't know uh since he got fired in 2014 he at least i believe he got fired he has been the assistant coach for the clippers from 2014 to 2018 all right next looking at kenny atkinson he took a rebuilding team uh from 21 to and sixty-one the year prior to him getting there to a player team in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Uh he's a part of the pop coaching tree, which is always good. Coaches like uh Mike Budenholzer, who has also produced a lot of good coaches. Um you know, Pop has a lot of assistants on his bench that end up becoming head coaches in other places. So that's good. He was also able he was also able to develop the young talent on that Nets roster. Um, Russell was there in, I believe, was it 17, 18, and 18, 19? I think those two years. But he had Dinwiddie, Kairosilvert, and Jared Allen, all that are, you know, average to above average NBA players and are still developing. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, uh, he took a 41-41 40, playoff team that was coached by Vinny Del Negro to a playoff team for the next five years, never winning, less than 45 games, and was able to take a Timberwolves team that hadn't made the playoffs in a long time, since 2004, to the playoffs. Now, just looking a little bit at the roster construction of those teams, the Bulls were a young team, or they were a rather young team, or they had a young core, D. Rose and Joakim Noah, and had several veterans that, you know, could play. Carlos Boozer, Lawden, Kyle Corver. The same way with the Timberwolves team. Young Cat, young Andrew Wiggins, and had veterans that were, you know, supporting pieces that are part of that core, Jeff Teague, Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, Todd Gibson. Now, the last coach is the current interim head coach, Mike Miller. Not much on his resume. Um, coached at a lot of colleges. Um, had uh, some assistant coach stints at some colleges. Um, became the head coach of the Westchester Knicks, the G League team for the New York Knicks. And ended up winning G League Coach of the Year and then was brought in this year after Fisdale got fired and ended up having a better uh record with the Knicks than Fizdale had. Now, when I talk about a NBA team's life cycle, um so for the most part, every every NBA team um it may not be cyclical in nature, but there are four stages in which a team I believe can can be in. So one is a rebuild. Two is um, an ascent, a rise to to greatness. Three is championship contention. Four is a teardown. Now you may argue, oh, a teardown and a rebuild are the same thing. And I I don't think they are. Um, I think so. All right, I'm going to bring it back to the last dance because it was a topic that was in there a lot. So a teardown would be. Um, like that that last year um, into that last year where they won a championship that the next year would be considered a teardown well we're letting all of them go we're going to bring in a new coach we're kind of going to transition into a phase where we're bringing in new talent yada 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 a rebuild to me is going to be well a rebuild is the process in which you're, you're bringing in talent like Atlanta would be, a, like, to me, would be a part of that rebuild phase. Well, we got rid of everybody. We brought in Trey Young. We brought in Clint Capella. We're bringing in other young pieces. That's a part of, you know, a rebuild. A teardown, I believe, is going to happen in Charlotte soon, where a lot of their money that was locked up in guys like Batum, Kid Gilchrist, um, that money is going to be... uh. Available to spend, so we're gonna tear down the roster that we currently have and bring in new pieces as well. So it's gonna be tear down, then rebuild, then ascend now. Championship contention. Maybe it's four. Um, maybe it's three. But to me, those those are the stages. In, those are the stages in which a team can be in. Um. So, like I said before, I wouldn't be upset. At any of the hires. Well, I'm lying. I'd probably be upset if they hired Mike Miller. Um, because I feel like you have three other coaches that are uh that are experienced and have worked, you know, in these type of environments. But okay, so in the Knicks right now, I would consider in a rebuild or developing stage. Um, if you look at the talent on the team, there's eight players with two years or less experience. So that kind of would determine the type of coach that I would bring in. They're nowhere close unless they were to get a free agent this year, and the players that they have um on the books for next year were able to really do something. I don't see the team being necessarily close to a playoff push or anything of that nature they're definitely not championship contenders no are close and i don't think they're tearing things down um tearing things down would have been around the time Mello left um that sort of would have been around that we're tearing everything down to rebuild later um so that is kind of how i'm coming to a conclusion on who uh they should take now, to me, I start, I'll start with Mike Miller. The reason why I, I don't think he. See, he, w- he wouldn't be a bad hire, but to me, he's not the best hire, right? So, a pro of bringing in Mike Miller is the guys would be comfortable with him, and he has an ability to grow because he, he would have been brought in at the same time when this team was really growing. He has the ability to grow along with the roster. However, I view him as more of a transitional coach to get through, you know, a teardown, not one that's necessarily heavy on roster development and developing young players to make this team better. Um, I'm trying to think of some more transitional. So John Bayline in Cleveland, I feel would have been more of a transitional coach. Boylan in Chicago is more of a transitional coach. Um, They're not they're not brought in well they're brought in with the intention that if it works we're going to uh we're going to keep him but for the most part um most coaches if if you really think about it most coaches are going to get fired regardless um and that's something that I would love to talk about in another podcast but today I'm just talking specifically about the Knicks so yeah Mike Miller is a more of a transitional coach to get a team from tear down to rebuild not necessarily one to go from a rebuild to you know a team that's ascending on the rise right so that's why i don't think miller's the best hire um next i'm, I'm gonna go with mike woodson so the the pros and cons pro it's something that worked before um he was able to take a, the Knicks team to the playoffs, and they did, you know, relatively well. His he has versatility in terms of the ro- in terms of the rosters that he has worked with. He's worked with teams with a younger core on the Hawks, where it was, uh, you know, uh, young Al Horford, um, relatively young Jeff Teague, Joe Johnson was sort of budding at the time. Like it's it's a team with a younger core. Right, which the Knicks would be a team with a very young core, and then he's been on teams with, you know, older cores, veteran cores, like the Knicks when it was, you know, Amari, Melo, you know, Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, like a lot of older players. So ideally, you'd like to think that Woodson would be able to get this team from point eight, point A to point B, and still be the Knicks coach throughout. There would be no, well. Now we've gotten to the process where these young players are developed and we're looking to get into the playoffs and we need a new coach. You'd have a coach that one has done that with with um teams of both of um both young and old. Um and also you can't discount this. He knows how to handle the media in New York, which is very difficult to handle. Um the one kinda I see of of uh of Woodson is that he hasn't been on an NBA bench since the end of the 2018 season take that as you will um is that a super big con no i think basketball is basketball and it's not too long you know since now his offense is super old and doesn't i don't think it's going to be that be that serious but you know just know he hasn't been on an nba bench since the 2018 season now i believe these are the two favorites atkinson and thibodeau I'm gonna start with Thibodeau because, uh, just because. Um, so the pros to Thibodeau is he's known as a defensive coach. Four out of the five years in Chicago, we had a defensive or his team had a defensive rating in the top ten. The fifth year was ranked eleventh. Four out of the five years, he had. Um, he was top five in opponents points per game. The fifth year was ranked ninth. So those are two like, really good, you know. Just defensive stats shows that with the right personnel, because if you look at his numbers in Minnesota, the defensive numbers weren't great. With good defensive personnel, um, he was able to do a lot with them, right? The, next, the Knicks, the past five years in terms of defensive rating, were ranked 18th, 26th, 23rd, 26th, and 23rd. I think the Knicks have players with good defensive intangibles. Um, I, Frank, to me, is a better defender than a scorer. Uh, RJ Barrett um, is long. I think he can be a good defender. I think Kevin Knox can be a good defender as well. You know, you have Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson in the paint. I think this is a team with enough good defensive personnel or intangibles that Thibodeau can take their defense to the next level. Um, and you know the cons. He ha- both the teams he's worked, he's worked with, and 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 you know succeeded with they weren't teams that were super duper young. Uh the Bulls like I said had Rose and Noah which was their young core, but they had some veterans, you know, in there as well. The Knicks for the most part, like 8 8 out of this like 15 to 17 players are players with 2 years or less experience. Personally, I would want to play those younger players more to see what it is that the Knicks have, but apparently the Knicks this year were were all about playing their veterans. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe they bring in Tibbs because you know he can work with the veterans. I don't know. Another con he likes to play young players a lot, and I get it. You know, you want to make sure your best players on the floor against the other team's best players, so that's how you will match it up. But at least for me, I'm a, I'm a believer of not burning people's bodies out super super early in their careers. Like yes, there, and that was a problem. At least for me, with Fisdale early on, he was really, like in their preseason, he was playing RJ so much. And I'm like, but you're going to burn out his body because NBA schedules is not a is 82 games. It's not the college season where it's, we're playing 30 games plus March Madness. We're playing 82 games. If you burn out someone's body, they're not going to be able to get adjusted to that NBA schedule. So that's a problem that I had with Fisdale. Um, so Tibbs would be more of a lateral movement in terms of that, but I mean, we'll see. Um, last but not least is uh, Kenny Atkinson. So Kenny Atkinson to me is is my pick for for the job. One, he'd be going from Brooklyn to Manhattan. Um, I th- I feel like that that'd be a a good good fit. He has experience developing young talent which i think is the next biggest problem the knicks will have so many high draft picks and draft and then not develop its players right hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up a list of the Knicks draft pick the Knicks draft picks and i'm gonna just go through um who they were and I i want you guys to think about how good they were all right so i'm back with a list of the Knicks. uh draft picks right so last year in 2019 it was rj barrett and kyle guy who got traded to sacramento kevin knox metro robinson frank nilakina damian dodson um chris Dapps, Clay Anthony early fanasis antetokounmpo tim hardaway jr costas papa nicolau that got traded to portland iman Schumbert, andy routins landry fields Jordan Hill, Daniel Gallinari, Wilson Chandler. Now there are a few of those players which are you know they're good NBA veterans. Chandler, Gallinari, um, Jordan Hills out the league. Shumpert for the has been in and out of the league for the past few years. Tim Hardaway, good veteran, right? But the Knicks have a tendency to draft players and not develop not develop them. Frank Nilakina, this is what the end. This is gonna be the end of year three for Nilakina. and we've seen splashes of how good he can be. <laughs> like Knicks fans like really like Frank Ntilikina. But we've seen flashes, but they haven't been able to tap into how good how like they've they haven't been able to break into his offensive potential. You know, they've I mean, it would be nice to see him do well. They brought in Dennis from the Jr. who they also could have taken in that draft, but they took Frank instead, and Dennis from the Jr. hasn't done well. You know, I, that's why I want to see um Atkinson um in the coach's seat, he has a reputation of developing young players. And where the Knicks were a large part of their roster are young players that need development, Dennis the junior Frank Nelokina, RJ. Barrett, Kevin Knox, Muncher Robinson, La Joe Trier. like the list is long, right? Eight players with two years of of experience or less. Kenny Atkinson to me is the best man for the job. Yes, you can say Tibbs, well Tibbs is a championship championship level coach. He can, you know, get us from point to point B as quickly as possible. But I think in terms of what what the goal of the team is, you know, I think Atkinson's the best man for the job. To me, the only con is that he doesn't get along with star players, but neither do the Knicks. So it's a perfect match. The Knicks have failed and failed and failed again and again and again to bring in star players. And when you're going to bring in a coach that somehow gets along with star players to get them to come, I mean, I don't know. To me, the best bet is to really just – use Atkinson, even though he doesn't get along with star players, which to me is a bit eh, because the reason why KD and Kyrie went was, you know, because of Kenny Atkinson. I mean, and the thing about star players is once they come in, if you're a system coach and they don't buy into the system, it's a bit more difficult. But I think Atkinson does a good job, you know. I think he's out of the four, to me, easily he's the best pick. Um, now reconnecting it back to you know life cycles, Atkinson is more of a coach that would be you know brought in a, in a, during a rebuild. Thibodeau to me is a t- is a coach that would be brought in you know on the rise. Same thing with Woodson, you know, and Miller's like I said, something that would get you through a teardown. I think the Knicks right now are in a state of rebuild where. We're just bringing in pieces, trying to see what works, trying to see what doesn't, Um, not necessarily attached to any particular group of players. And we're just, you know, we're trying to rebuild the team to get back to the playoffs. I think as much as I like Tibbs as a coach and he's a good defensive coach, which is what the Knicks need. I think Atkinson is a better overall fit for what the Knicks need to do. All right. I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of coast to coast tell me what you guys think um between the four between tibbs miller atkinson and woodson who's your pick to be the knicks head coach tell me why uh make sure to follow the page on instagram at c the number two c underscore pod um yeah i want to thank you guys for listening thanks for all the support and i will talk to you guys next week